0: The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters, that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. All right, welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. I have the pleasure of having Mr. Kenny Billings. He is, I, I would say the king of low country solar. May, may, there might be some debate on that, but but Kenny's a good old local boy down there. Had a had the very blessed opportunity to work with him for, for many years. Kenny, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, buddy. Thanks for
0: having me. So, Kenny, I you've you've done all of your career down in South Carolina, which has seen a lot of ups and downs. Um, but for those of people that don't know, Mr. Kenny Billings, give us a little a short bio.
1: Um, so moved here in '96 um, with dad and mom. Uh, dad brought us here in the uh, Air Force, retired out, and he went into his law enforcement career. And when I graduated high school, started in public safety. Did um the the fire department to the jail and then went on to the police department for a couple of years and then, um, got out in 2010 and, um, started in, uh, sales shortly after that did Free uh, Frito-Lay Pepsi, which was a blessing. And then, um, did timeshare sales, which I mean, I, me and you talk about it all the time that that's what really kind of taught us, taught me everything I knew. I mean, you remember Dustin, him and I would sit down and I mean, uh, Dustin really, uh, you know, we got our clothes down and uh, definitely, um, it's helped me be very successful in this career and it's definitely a blessing uh, working for us, you know, in the solar industry.
0: Yep, so, so now you're doing solar. Um, I think I, I told, actually, doing this interview, I forgot about the timeshare thing. We will probably bring that up. Um, but, so Kenny, you, you transitioned from law enforcement. I don't think I've ever heard anybody transition from law enforcement, to sales what was like tell us a little bit
1: about that transition well you know and it's sad because in law enforcement I mean I think the sheriff's office down here the starting salary is around 38 to 39 and in sales I mean you're going to make 50 as long as you're mediocre down here yeah Um, I mean I think the average Pepsi rep makes anywhere between 48 to 52 and that's just selling drinks and stocking them um, so I mean it was it was a big adjustment because, of course, working in uh, the, the uh, law enforcement, you're you're subjected to every other weekend. you work a lot of good weekends, and um, every other weekend, uh, then you have your short weeks. So you're working a lot of weekends and you're working a lot of holidays, you're working a lot of different events to make extra money. and most of the time, I mean, yeah, you can make 60 to 70,000, but you're working a lot of hours. Yeah. Whereas going and, uh, working for Frito-Lay Pepsi, I mean, I was working 50 hours a week stocking shelves and, you know, making really good money compared to that. And I mean, it, it was a big adjustment getting out of law enforcement, going to do that. Yeah. And then you
0: did you did timeshares a bit and then you got into solar. How did you get from solar to timeshares? Time
1: so, uh, I'll never forget it. I was downtown working for the company I was working for, and I applied for a site survey position, and one of our old coworkers shot me a call and said, well, you know, uh, we went back and forth for like a week, and he said, why don't you come and sell for me? And I remember I showed up in a suit and tie, and they showed up in shorts and uh, polo shirts, and I'm like, hmm, wait a minute. I thought this was sales, because I mean, in sales, you, you think shirt and tie. And, uh, from then on, I mean, my first customer, um, you know, was Mount Whittall and it, it went on from there. Um, you know, I learned, learned the hard way, um, learned a lot of stuff, uh, learned it from you learned it from, you know, just ins and outs. Um, there's a lot to the solar industry that a lot of people don't tell you. And, you know, one of my biggest things is of course, honesty, making sure everybody understands the product itself that, you know, live like you're going to live today and you'll be fine yeah
0: yeah i like that so what have you noticed well i i'm gonna go before i get too much in the weeds for solar and sales let's go back to law enforcement for just a second All right. <laughs> i think for a lot of people on this podcast like they 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 don't experience that side of the world and i think you have some really good stories to to share there so and one i think your your time in law enforcement it's definitely helped you know the community there and for a lot of sales reps they come at it from i'm just coming in to come get my sales bang some doors and get out right but that's not your yep. problem at all right no like you you've you've lived there you've stayed there and you, you've grown a network and that helps you um but like if you have any good law enforcement stories that you could share with us (laughs) that were, were memorable. I know you have a couple, um, (laughs) but.
1: I mean, I'll never forget when, uh, one of my first fights out on North Rhett Avenue in Hanahan and. I, I just got, uh, issued a taser. (laughs) And we were fighting this guy for 10 minutes before we realized that we had tasers. <laughs> and I looked at uh, my buddy, my partner, and I'm like, we got tasers, tase them. And that was it. Um, Cause I'll never forget it because this guy apparently had been stealing drugs from the drug dealers in the neighborhood. And he literally had a clean record, never been arrested before in his life, but he had, a trafficking amount of uh, crack cocaine that he was stealing from the drug dealers that were putting him in his front uh, in the tree in his front yard. <laughs> so I'll never forget it because I mean, we were fighting this guy and then all of a sudden I'm like, we got tasers, just tase him." I mean, that was probably my most memorable. I mean, I've had a lot of memorable stuff. I've had a lot of stuff that I wish I could forget about um, and a lot of cool chases. A lot of uh, fights, Um, you know, in law enforcement down here. I mean, you got North Charleston, you've got, uh, you know, Berkeley County. Of course, Berkeley County is on live PD. And it's funny now because everybody wants to be on live PD. And, you know, the the law enforcement world has really evolved big time because, you know, before, you know, the law enforcement world, you know, you didn't have this live television. Now everybody wants to be on live television. And you're talking about the police officers. Yeah, well, not the criminals. The criminals. I mean, they were saying the other day that um, Matt Waddell told me his their call volume spiked because people wanting to be on live TV, live PD. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't shock me. I mean, it doesn't shock me one bit. So how is that
0: like how has that time in law enforcement helped you in sales, not just with networking, but like your ability to work with the people, work with community?
1: Um, I love it. Um definitely I, I love the opportunity to work with the community. Um love working with the uh the police department, of course. Work for Hanahan, uh, Walterboro, and North Charleston. Um, you know, the, the community itself. I like to try to give back, especially now we were talking the other day and, um, you know, we donate to the MUSC children's hospital, donate to the Christian radio station that we listen to. There's a lot of stuff that we try to, we try to give back to, um, to help us, um, you know, I guess bless other peoples from what what we've been blessed. Yeah. Awesome.
0: So I want to, that's great. Let's like, let's dive into a, sorry, that was a really awkward transition. <laughs> That's good that you're donating and, and that like that the community is the, the central there. And I, I want to like use that as a segue into your specific closing ability. Now, most people, let me actually, let me give some context. So people aren't going to know. this. So Kenny is about the most charming closer you'll ever meet. So I'll tell a story and then Kenny, you can feed off of this. So we go into this home to, to close this guy for solar. I forgot even how – I think it was a lead. I forgot how we even got to his house. But um, it was down the road from his parents' house. And we're, like, driving to the neighborhood. And, like, everybody knows Kenny. And I'm like, this has got to be an easy deal. And so we go in there, and, every like, they knew each other somehow or knew each other – knew people that knew each other. And we get to the end of this this thing, This thing, and we're like, do you want to go solar or not? And the guy goes, I don't know. It's about a 50-50. You know what happens when I do 50-50? I flip a coin. And we kind of look at each other like, is this legit? He's like, yeah. And the guy looks at and non-verbally. He's like, yeah, this is legit. So he literally takes a coin out of his pocket. He says, heads, I'm going solar. Tells, I'm never going to go solar. And he flips it. And I will tell you, that is the longest coin flip I've ever experienced. And he puts it down, slaps it over on his hand. And he's like, heads, we're going solar. Send me paperwork right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just told that story about two weeks ago and one of the guys that works with me didn't believe me. (laughs) And I told him that I'll never forget it. When the guy said, yeah, I'm, I'm all about this. I I really want to go solar, but I'm still on the fence. And that's when he said, all right, I'm going to flip a coin. And I'm like, you're telling me my deal is riding on a coin flip. I mean, I almost felt like it was, uh, the, uh, the NFL, you know, are, are we going to kick off or are we going to receive? But, <laughs> but that I, but the and
0: the reason I bring that story up is because it's hilarious. But two, like you have a very, very good way at putting people at ease and being comfortable with you. So, kind of tell us your strategy. And maybe it's just so innate, so natural to you, you just do it as a course of your personality. But like. How do you, for, for reps out there that are like hardcore closers that go in there and just do business, 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 what's your different perspective on that?
1: All right. So, I mean, for, for all the closers in the industry, you got to remember you're meeting these people for the very first time. You're going to ask them for their business within an hour to an hour and a half of you meeting them. Let's be honest, going through the proposal very quick. Going through a lot of this stuff is very quick. It's just the questions and them getting to know you and getting to respect you is the biggest thing. And I have one big, big theory that you need to get these people to feel comfortable with you because you're about to ask them to take on a 27 to, you to know, $60,000, I mean, essentially a loan, a loan product after they've met you for literally an hour, hour and a half if you don't let them know that you're sincere, that you actually care. I mean, my my mom and dad are solar customers. I'm a solar customer myself. You know, a lot of the the customers that I signed up at first were friends and family. And they believe in the product. I mean, I I tell everybody, I joke around. I say, you know, Matt Waddell was my first customer. He still talks to me to this day. I must have done something right. You know, and, and that's the thing is like, you've got to make them understand, like, you're not just there to sell them something. You're not, uh, you know, you're not selling cars where you know they're gonna walk off the lot and never talk to you again because it's a car. There's gonna be problems in their solar system. There's gonna be hiccups down the road. You know, they might not get their inspection in time. They're gonna call you. You know, they might not get turned on in time because the utility. You know, we had a, a case up in uh, the Upstate. Um, one of the guys that works with me, the utility. Didn't have meters. They didn't have the net meters. They ran out, and I mean, you're gonna have to battle those situations, and you're gonna have to make them understand. Like, hey, I'm here for you. Um, you know, one of the the guys that I work with in the industry, he uses the line, "Hey, this is my personal cell phone number. You know, you can call me, text me, or email me, and I'm gonna get it on this phone, and I'm gonna answer it in a timely manner." By doing that, I think you you make these people feel comfortable in this, uh, this type of, uh, you know, situation, because in this situation, I mean, you are asking them to go solar and they're going to spend, they're going to have a monthly payment instead of their, their light bill. And solar does save you money, but it, there's a lot of unknowns. I mean, and it, it, I use this example when I walked into a home the other day and we were laughing about it because she Googled solar and the husband said, well, you know what you do when you Google stuff. If you Google that black dot on your side of your face, you're going to die in six months. And she goes, you're right. There was a lot of false information about solar on the internet. So I just told her, I mean, I'm here to, to clear up the wrongs and show you the rights and show you the good, the bad, the ugly about solar.
0: Nice. Um, so let's, let's dive into specifics. So like when you walk into a hall, what's like going through your mind?
1: Um, I try to find likes, meaning, um, what they like, um, pictures on the wall. Um, you know, of course your big things, military, sports, um, kids, um, dogs, of course, you know, I mean, you know, uh, we have two dogs, Tiffany and I have two dogs ourselves, um, and two beautiful daughters. I mean, So at the end of the day, I mean, I try to find likes and let them know, hey, I'm a human. I'm not here to just sell you solar and leave. Um, You know, making sure that uh, you don't have to dress to impress in this industry. But if you're going in there and you don't look clean shaven, or you don't look like you know you're taking care of yourself, you know, at least you're shirt ironed. You know, I wear either boots or I wear tennis shoes. You know, as long as those are presentable you'd be surprised. A lot of people look at your appearance. Um, you know, I'll never forget in this industry, a friend of mine was training somebody and they were knocking doors and she said that, uh, that the person knocking with her had hair in his face and the homeowners were looking at him. And she said that she noticed she didn't get as many bills during that time. She's not blaming him for not getting the bills, but you know, it's, your appearance is everything in this uh, industry.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I want to key in on something you said that I thought was really, really, there's a big nuance here. I don't think most people, if you, if you weren't listening and you're not used to getting in a home, you you wouldn't have noticed it. So usually the first thing, when I asked that question, what's the first thing you do when you go in a home? Most salespeople say, I try to find something in common and that's what you said, but then they go to like things like the hardwood floors, the the cabinets, the whatever. You didn't say that. You said people. And I thought that was really interesting that you said, I look for kids or dogs or something in common as like an interpersonal thing, not a, like a household thing. I thought that was really – that, that nuance can make a huge difference because instead of like focusing on like things, I think if you say, oh, that's a really nice, chi- uh, you know, china hut you have or a really nice, you know, kitchen. They're gonna think, oh, this person's just focused on things, and they're trying to sell me a thing. Whereas if you go in there and you talk about your family, your personal relationships, and things like that, they're gonna subconsciously and consciously think, oh, this person is here for me and my family, and that's people are way more important to us than all our things. For most, for most people, some people that's not the case, but for most people, they're. they're, they're (laughs) I think that's a huge tip that people could really use and focus on is instead of focusing on building rapport around like our material things, the interpersonal relationship, that's going to go a lot farther in building that trust than just talking about some random BS football or, or their, their nice chairs. Right. So um, let, let's like dive into your career a little bit more. So I remember talking, well, so you have Beautiful wife, two beautiful daughters. And if you guys watch Kenny on Facebook or his wife on Facebook, those little girls are your world. Yes. And so how have you been able to balance the family with the career? Because I know you work at the are and you're hustling a lot, but you also are there for those girls. And I think that's a huge importance, important thing a lot of people need to understand. And I think you do a pretty good job, not a perfect job, but a pretty good job balancing that.
1: Well see up until when I when I joined the company that I work for now, of course, Harbor Solar, um, I, I was really bad at balancing life and work. Um, I, I hate to say it like that, but I was. Um Josh and uh Josh Hatch and C J Quinney kinda taught me, you know, go out and grind when you're grinding. But when you're home, try to be home. And I, I'm still not all the way there because I still am on my phone a good bit. Customers, uh, reps, but uh, the last probably month and a half has been really, really, you know, being able to set the phone down, not talk on it as much and divide our, un- you know, give my undivided attention to the girls. Um, and, you know, of course we have dance. Uh, I mean, Joe in and competition dance to where we had two back-to-back conventions slash competitions. And now we're off until the beginning of, I, I want to say February, is our first competition, and then it's back to back, couple weekends off, back to back, and then I mean it goes all until nationals. And those comp- those competition weekends, I mean we're we're literally from Friday morning till Sunday night is nothing but dance or driving. So I always tell you know uh, tell Tiffany you know I, my whole goal is to grind to get to be able to enjoy these times off. I mean, we got the holidays coming up, Um, you know, had a great week this week, hopefully have a great week next week and then the following week, and then take a couple weeks off. And we're going to New York city in the first of the year for Joe. Um, She's doing a Millie Lewis um, talent uh, thing that's called connect NYC. And of course, you know, I'm just going to to go to New York city, but um, Joe will be able to try out for this thing, um, you know, to get found by talent agencies. And, you know, we're we're really hoping that she does. But if nothing else, I mean, it's going to be great family time um, because it's been a while since we, you know, we've been able to enjoy away from work and away from life. Um, In fact, our last trip was the same time this year as we're going next year. I went to Disney World at the beginning of this year, and that was pretty amazing.
0: Nice. Yeah, I remember remember seeing those pics a a week after you went.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tiffany doesn't like posting when we're gone. Yeah,
0: because
1: uh, because of my past and you know, especially uh, you know, in today's day and age, people know where you live. Yeah, yeah. That's it, all I it, need. I'm is passing, Somebody breaking
0: your past in law enforcement. <laughs> um, not your not your other past. But, well, yeah, anyway. So yeah, <laughs> I'm mean, gonna I'm gonna give a plug in for Harbor Solar here because I think there's something really. So if you guys don't know who Harbor solar is, it, it's ran by Josh Hatch. He's the CEO. Um, and Kenny, you can correct me on any of this if I'm wrong, but I, I remember I've, I've met with Josh a few times and I just see what they're, what you guys are doing over there. And I think it's really, really special. So not, not the biggest company in the world, not the loudest for solar by any means, but definitely the, the company is most focused on helping the sales rep just really reach their potential. Um, and specifically you guys are strategically partnered and I don't know exactly the relationships. So I want to be careful with my words there, um, with the ET organization. And yep. like I saw, I saw one of your reps just recently won a, like a day of coaching with Eric Thomas. Yep. And, uh, I, I think a lot of times we talk money, money, money. I actually just saw a Facebook post. Some guys like who wants who? if you're making so much, this much, if you're getting underpaid and you come work for me. And I'm like, dude, like, hopefully everybody can see through that BS, one, but two, there's so much more. And I, I I'm really respect, not only respect, but really like look up to a lot of the things you guys do at Harbor. So kind of tell us, give us a little inside information that you can about Harbor's mission and what you guys are doing to develop also the individual, not just make a ton of money.
1: You know, Josh's theory is good people um, build good businesses. Um, you know, and, and Josh, uh, I, you know, I told you earlier, you know, um, Josh has done so much for us as a family. Um, you know, I could go anywhere and work, I could go anywhere and make a lot of money. Um, I would rather take less pay and actually have a CEO that actually cares about me and actually, you know, will check in with me. Um, you know, uh, his daughter um, had surgery a couple weeks ago, and I, you know, I Tiffany and I sent him flowers, and it's not oh well, I, I felt obligated to I did it because we actually love his kids, um you know and we love the Hatch family in general, um you know I've been able to meet with C J. Quinney, and C J. is no longer just uh you know a friend he's actually family, um you know. He, he asks about the girls every time we talk, you know, it's, it's more about, it's not a business relationship. It's actually a personal relationship. And, and Josh's theory is let's, let's build this thing together. But, you know, you know, as well as I do solar industry, I mean, it could shut down any day. I don't think it will. I, I would hope not, but if it shuts down, at least I have somebody that I know is going to guide me and take me somewhere where I'm actually be in another employment and take care of me. Whereas you know as well as I do, I mean, look what happened, you know, uh, Solar City. You know, that's luckily Solar City shut down because that's how I met you. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of companies out there when they shut down, they don't care. They they really don't care about their empo- uh, employees. And Josh actually cares about his employees, you know. And um, for Michael Rogers to actually be able to go out there and have a day with the Carolina Panthers. And Eric Thomas and actually see, you know, see him speak and see him in his element. Um, you know, from what I've been told, it, you know, it was a once in a lifetime experience. And, I, and I, if I would have had that opportunity, I mean, yes, it is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, there's not too many people that I don't think would be able to get that opportunity. And, you know, it's we're afforded that opportunity with our partnership with Eric, um, you know, E.T., And there's a lot of people in entrepreneurship that really rely on um, ET and that have actually met Josh, um, you know, and he's a business manager, you know, and first and foremost, he's a, he's business savvy and that's, you know, he's wanting to strategically build our company and, you know, I'm fine with the way we're building our company um, compared to, you know, there's a lot of people that want to have a downline that, you know, you're making so much money off of it, but guess what? I mean, my thing is, you know, you're only as good as your next customer and you're only as good as your next, you know, your, your sales reps. And if I can take care of the people that work with the company and show them what I can do and what's possible, then that's what I want to do. And I mean, I I don't want to sit there and, you know, uh, become lazy and become complacent because at any given time, you know, it could be ripped out underneath me and, I don't want to have to retrain myself. So that's why I try to, you know, put my best foot forward and, you know, Josh enables me to put my best foot forward.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I, I think for reps out there that have, if, if you, if you're, if you're out there to make a, a ton of money, you're always going to be bouncing around, but if you want to find a home, and I think that's what Harbor's really created is a home for a, a lot of reps that just focus on family, focus on self-development, uh, focus on, just a tight group of people that really take care of one another. Sure. There are ups and downs. It's solar. It's oh solar yes. And downs
1: and downs. <laughs> they don't call it the solar coaster for anything, <laughs>
0: but, but like it's there, there's something special there, you know, and, and, and there, not, that there's not special stuff in other places, but in terms of building a family and a community, I think their Harbor is a very unique place for that. Um, but yeah, so, Let's start kind of start wrapping this up a bit, but what's, what have you noticed in, in, in your career that's really helped make a difference for you?
1: Um, going in and actually caring about the customers. Um, okay. If you care about their your customers, um, you'll get referrals. Um, you actually show that you care and you're not just there to sell. Um, there's been many a times where I've walked in and they said, yeah, those people seem kind of shady. Um, you know, in this industry, you know, as well as I do, there's going to be dishonest people. There's going to be honest people. I try to be as honest as I can. Um, you know, I, I explain the tax credits. I explain everything, and maybe that's my fault. Uh, maybe I, I've lost sales because of that, but you know what? At the end of the day, I can lay my head down on my pillow at night and just be honest. I mean, uh, honesty is key in this industry, especially with the customers. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
0: Well, I, I appreciate jumping and on, Kenny. And I know you're you're actually out there waiting for your daughter to finish up with dance. Um, well, I got
1: a uh, parade float to build for tomorrow. You know the the Christmas parade. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every
0: most most people, a lot of people listen to this are
1: northern climates, and they're like Christmas
0: parade. Are you kidding me? You're down down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, so it's a little bit warmer. <laughs> a Christmas parade is not as far fetched as it would be in other places. Um, yes, sir. I, I I appreciate you jumping on this podcast. I think. I know a lot of times when I do these interviews, there's people that are just like making millions of dollars a year. We kind of like our, our mind is always like, oh, I want to find out what they're doing to make that much money. But at the same time, I think there's something to be said about individuals and and, commun- and companies and communities that say, you know, I want to make a lot of money, but I also most more importantly want to find balance for myself and for my family. And I think that is a more precious gem to seek after than the, just chasing the dollar. And so I think for, for individuals that are, that are like, you know, something really connected with me here, this is a podcast where you can go back and share it, where you talk about family, talk about community, talk about like caring. And then for people that are like, Hey, actually, that's something really rings true to me. You can reach out to Kenny on LinkedIn or Harbor solar And I think you'll be very, very, very surprised and impressed with what you find. But, Kenny, anything else you want to add to that?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, thank you for everything you've done for my career. Um, Thank you for the podcast. I mean, I've been listening to podcasts when I can. Um, A couple weeks ago, I was listening in Columbia while we were at a dance competition. And listening to our old buddy DJ White, you know, brings back old memories. Um, definitely. I mean, thank you so much for what you do. And thank you for the industry. I mean, you, you really are putting out nuggets that are really helpful. Um, and thank you for having me on. Yep.
0: Appreciate
1: it, Kenny. And we'll, uh, talk to you later.